Travel Podcast News is the first ever travel podcast in India. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and keep yourself updated with the exclusive and exciting insights into the travel industry. Hey everyone, welcome to yet another exciting episode of Travel Podcast News where we bring in guests from across the globe who bring in treasures of knowledge and countless years of experience in travel and hospitality industry. And today we have one such guest with us right now waiting to speak to you guys. She is an industry veteran who holds 20 plus years of experience in the global tourism and hospitality arena with over 3 years of dedicated experience with South African tourism. She is known to spearhead initiatives of the National Tourism Board in the Middle East, India and Southeast Asia. So can you guys guess who that is? Well, I'll have my colleague answer that. Hazel, how about you tell our audience who we have today with us? Thanks, Bhartik. So, uh, she is a very well-known face in the Indian travel industry. She's none other than Nilisva. She's the face of South Africa tourism in India. And there is probably a very few people in the trade who don't know her or have not heard or met her. Uh, Nilisva, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm very humbled to be part of this amazing podcast. And thank you for uh, allowing us to be um, on the show today. Thank you. Thanks, Nelizwa. Are you back home in South Africa? How's, how are you doing right now? I'm very well, thank you. I just am having a um, massive, um, is it FOMO, missing out on India. I am longing and yearning to be back in Mumbai. Um, South Africa is good. Um, it's always good to be home. But I think the, the heart and the soul needs a bit of um, India. Um, but all is good. Um, I'm healthy. I'm well. I'm with my family. I couldn't ask for more. Thank you for asking. That's perfect. I'm sure the travel trade in India really wants to know what's happening in South Africa. When can they start sending their clients to this beloved destination that is like on top three uh, for outbound tourism? So can you share some insights on what's happening in South Africa as far as tourists are concerned? Absolutely. Um, as you know, in around March, around the 27th, we went into lockdown level five as we sit as the 1st of October. We went into level one, and which means that um, as of the 1st of October, we were blessed to, um, or we were allowed, our president announced the opening of our skyways um, domestically and internationally. We had already started in domestic, but we opened international travel from the 1st of October for key markets. Now, what's very interesting as the world has been, been um, crying out to please open our skyways, the pandemic has had its own um, agenda. So we've now opened our skyways But as would have it, um, our Skyways is, is, is literally open in the sense that you can travel. There are certain countries that are allowed to come in. Um, they are particularly domestic. We've seen a fantastic uptake on domestic, which is good for the local industry. 
We've seen some of the regional travel starting to pick up by regional. I mean, Africa has started to pick up, so we're seeing some business. But I think that the key market, namely one for me being India, we still have not been able to open up to that market as yet to this country. Um, and it's sad, but the reality is, as we were in South Africa, we were facing major challenges. And I always say put family first before fun, because we can always recover um, when, when we are together as family. So India is still sitting at a high risk level for South Africa. Right. Uh, can you then share some of the safety measures that uh, that's ha- happening in South Africa? So when uh, the air connection and the entry uh, restarts from India, uh, travel the travel trade knows uh, what's happening on ground. Fantastic. South African tourism has had some amazing collaborations with various partners, which is the hoteliers. Association, Restaurant Association, our airports company, our even tour operators, and together we put in some health and safety protocols. Now, from the airport perspective, which have always been there, we obviously get screened on arrival. Um, and once you are clear, you get in and you are able to do what you do. However, we've become very conscious, and I and I commend South Africa and its citizens, as the other day I was traveling out on a long weekend from five-year-olds, everybody is conscious that you have to mask up. You know, it's a prerequisite that you mask up in public spaces. We are very conscious of social distancing. And you get into a hotel, um, you must make sure that you are constantly sanitizing, your temperature is checked at every single shop. So when you land in South Africa, you get a screen. You get screened. You have to have your 72-hour um, um, COVID test that would be in, in in within reach on your hands. If you do not have any symptoms and you're clear, that's fantastic. If not, you will require to quarantine and take a second test. One of the things that has done well in South Africa, some hotels have really reached out and become quarantine hotels. Um, still beautiful views, but you you are limited in 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 um, in, in a, a, activities. But good quality hotels. Um, and then once the once you move past the airport, because the airport is also put on a lot of videos, a lot of footage, a lot of imageries. Then you move into your hotel environment. Your hotel, when you check in, I went to a meeting the other day at the Hilton Hotel. They check your temperature, you register, you must give a number that you have, a telephone number, a room number, a contact person in case of emergency, um, sanitize your hands. There's a glass behind the counter, limitless cash interaction. So a lot of people are doing tapping of the credit card, um, your receipt, you pick it up yourself, um, your there's limited number of people that are allowed into a lift. So no more than two people can go into a lift. Your mask is always on. Your As you enter your hotel, you sanitize, your, your doors are sanitized, your, your door not be sanitized. You open your hotel, sanitizing um, equipment, gloves and masks are set at certain tables in, your, in the dining room, in the, your bedroom, in the bathroom. And then continuously you get into a car, uh, the shuttle, your mask, there's plastic. If you're going to the airport, when you arrive into a, a um, at a um, shopping mall, 
Once again, your hands are sanitized, not allowed into a shopping mall without a mask. Um, you go into a shop, sanitize again, can't get into the shop without a center with a mask. Same goes when you're doing activities, social distancing, masks on all the time. If you're on a golf course, get into a golf cart. One side of the golf cart is got um, it's got sanitizer. It's you you're divided. There's a divider, plastic divider, so that you don't breathe onto each other. And um, your rake is given to you in a car. So very very conscientized in terms of healthy. And I think that has also helped us as a South Africa to curb and contain the virus. Yes, we have mistakes at sometimes. You can't go to a pool, swimming pool area without a mask. No drinking allowed at a pool area. Um, still our curfews are on. So it's business. We've, we've, we've come in and try to make it as normal as possible, normalized the new ways of living with COVID. And it's, it's, it's that or the worst case scenario. So the industry has managed to incorporate it in a way that's not intrusive, but it's also in a way that puts the customer, the traveler um, first. And, and I think we're getting into it slowly. Well, Ms. Nelisa, it's wonderful to know that safety is being put first for the travelers that are coming into South Africa. So uh, we are aware, and it's great news to hear that Skyways are opening for domestic travel. I just wanted to understand whenever the international travels happen, wherein you invite guests from India, which are the airports which will be open for international flights? So just before I even answer that, so every two weeks, our government revises the list of who is going to be allowed into our country dependent on the status of managing the pandemic. Right now, in South Africa, the international airports that are opened is Cape, um, Cape Town International, um, King Shaka, which is in KwaZulu-Natal, Durban Airport, and um, the OR Tambo, Johannesburg Airport. And they're picking up quite nicely. There's a busyness that's going on. And they have their videos also, which... Maybe we should try and avail to the industry. But those are the three airports that are internationally soundly operating in South Africa for global receipt of international travelers. Right. And could you highlight how ready are the hotels to take in guests in this situation? So I am currently, believe this or not, um, living in a, in a, in a self-catering hotel. I, I really commend our industry, the resilience, the professionalism, the, the astuteness, and, and how they've taken um, um, the, the safety of their clients as if they are looking after their own families. You cannot enter a hotel without a mask. In fact, your journey coming to the airport starts with whoever is transferring you. You have to have a mask on. By the time you get to the hotel, they will check your temperature. So gone are the days where we have open buffets. It's 50% occupancy when you're having food. Um, certain things have been, you have to, they dish for you. Um, there's no gathering up and plating for yourselves. Um, the rooms are in, they are sanitized. The reception is sanitized. Um, they've made sure that there's very limited contact um, of the hand-to-hand -hand contact. We've tried to bring in as much 
digital application is possible. So you tap, you tap your, you tap your card. Um, the other day I went to a hotel and I wanted to pay cash. And the question, the answer was, ma'am, we don't take cash. Please, can you use your card? Because we're trying to limit you. You you have to do a risk register every time you go in. Every time you come out and every time you go in, your temperature is tested all the time. The the events aspect of it, when you have um, a meeting, the distancing is done so amazingly. Some hotels are even used right now by schools um, to do right exams from an events perspective, um, from an events perspective, what they're doing is that they you can only have from a, a minimum of um, of 50 up. I think it's about 200 people to 500 people. But again, social distancing is key. And, and I think the people that are in South Africa from abroad have come to commend South Africa and the way we've done it. We've become we've we've done it with such humility. Um, not to say you will infect us, but to say we need you alive so that when you come back or when you go home, you can share the experience. We've made it so um, there's an emotion about it that is attached and it's not talked about. You can feel it to say, wow, these people care about me. Even if you're going to a shell garage on the highway and you're driving, by the time you get to fill up your tank, the petrol attendant doesn't touch your card. When you go into the ladies' restroom of a VC, you literally feel I have to sanitize because it starts with five-year-olds and four-year-olds wearing masks in the corridors of the hotels, in the bedrooms. And we've conscientized the youth, the elder, the service providers, the ladies who are behind the counter. They are also so conscious of your safety that they put you first at times before they put themselves first. And that's how I think we are winning this um, race in terms of tourism and making it safe and 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 doable um, for for our visitors because our the safety of our travelers is important. Right, I second you on that. Uh, South African people are very welcoming and very friendly. Talking about safety measures, I wanted to understand if there's any accreditation system or an authorized safety certificate which is given to hotels and attractions? And is it being adhered by the hotels that have been uh, given this? Uh, so, um, so I just wanted to understand if there's a system in place for it. There is a system. I'm not sure if you know, but the South Africa received the World Travel Tourism Council Global Safety Stamp of Approval. This was a big um, deal for us, and we, we were really, really impressed by this because it just elevated our 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 standing in terms of adhering to the safety protocols. So this this receipt of this certificate of stamp, it allows or provides um, the Tourism Business Council of South Africa to um, the right to issue the WTTC safe travel stamp to tourism suppliers. And the tourism suppliers want it because it makes them feel and it, or it allows them to say, listen, we are adhering, we are certified, and we, we've, we are meeting the requirements that are needed. So it does, it, 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 there is a certification. And because of our, um, our adherence to it and the industry very pro it, it's given us an opportunity to say we, we really 
are playing by the book and we are playing on global standards and operating at global standards. So yes, there is a certification. Thank you, Niliswa. Um, is there any other update that you think the travel agents uh, need to know um, before they can start planning or talking to the clients about South Africa? Well, key thing that is important for the industry to know, I was having a conversation the other day with one of the top tour operators, and she's one of the most astute women in tourism. And exactly what you're doing and was, how safe is South Africa? And just to answer that, South Africa is as safe as the traveler wants it to be because it starts with the traveler making sure that they make sure that they follow protocols pre-coming to South Africa. When in South Africa, please help us help you by following the South African protocols. When are we opening for India? We will open for India when India is able to be in, be in better standing or the Indian citizens are in a better standing and less risk. Um, can we reassure you in terms of the safety standards in South Africa when it comes to pro-COVID? We're doing the best under the circumstances. And one of the things that we've been doing very vigorously as South African tourism under the pandemic is we've taken the time to go and engage with trade to understand what is the Indian consumer thought process? What is their trade? What is they, what are, what is, what are, what are the irritations what are they wary of? What are they agitated? What are they looking for? And it's come out that the consumer now more than ever is important and they need assurance. And also it's come out that is the Indian consumer, because it's such a resilient traveler, very similar to South Africa, when they come back, travel will not be the same. Everyone can say that. Therefore, we've had to go and prepare a South Africa that is going to be diverse as South Africa that offers new regions, as South Africa that is going to increase players in the market, new products, new regions, new cities off the beat, making sure that we cater for families, cater for families and children, cater their safety, make sure that we do not deprive them of activities that they would do in a normal place. Because we've also realized that they're going to look for wider spaces new places to go to, the unknown, off the beaten track. They're going to want to be more in touch with the communities um, within South Africa, outside the norm. They're looking for rural, authentic experiences. So we've been doing a lot with our tour operators in the industry, ranging from your one above, Make My Trip, Yatra, Flamingo, Thomas Cook, FCM, um, Agba, uh, you name them, SOTC. We've been engaging and bringing new products and landscape. And there's a lot India is going to be seeing that is so different and refreshed South Africa, repackaged South Africa. A South Africa that is going to be even more welcoming, South Africa that's going to be more tentative because to us key is the customer. And that customer is the travel key, is the traveler key to us, is the interest of the tour operators and the DMCs within India. Because we understand where they have, where they are at the moment. And we also understand that Indian trade industry has been hit hardest. And therefore, it is our job to make sure that when we come back, we come back with a value proposition that is going to elevate their business, their standing and make sure that there's an increased profitability for them and that there's a unique offering that they can distinguish themselves against their competitors. 
but yet making sure that in the core is that our brands inter-engage between the DMCs as well as South Africa and we operate very seamlessly and, and yet servicing all the touch points of the consumers. That sounds very exciting. The last one that we will be doing is um, we're going to be talking to a lot of consumers through the travel agents and tour operators also to reassure them. And But most important is also to start mining and looking for the new consumers in second and third tier cities within India and also new tour operators who want to make profit. And we want to make sure that every single tour operator in India, we can assist in giving them high um, profitability and high, high results in this industry. Thank you, Niliswar. Uh, I'm sure the travel trade in India will be so happy to hear these initiatives from the tourism board. Um, my final question, and I know it may be a little premature to ask, but I'm sure the travel agents are wondering if there is, there might be a change in the visa regime for Indian nationals uh, once travel restarts between India and South Africa. So just before we closed, South Africa was testing the e-visa, piloting the e-visa, and India was one of the countries. As we know, this pandemic slowed our country, economic, all countries economically. So what we then did is we took some of our funding and we reinvested it in our, in our industry tour operators, small, medium tour operators. What we are now doing with my CEO is um, intervention as the minister's intervention and the minister's office and the COO is now we've gotten on board to say we need to do two things for India. We need to reignite that e-visa conversation so that it can be rolled out as soon as possible. Secondly, very important is to find an airline within India and in all the globe that is going to assist us with opening direct airlines so we make it a seamless journey for the Indian traveler. So those two priorities are on the list of my, on the, on the top of my list. And I was in the CEO meeting the other day and I said, CEO, give me that e-visa and India will show you flames in arrivals because I know the love Indian travelers have for South Africa. It's just two things, that e-visa and that direct flight and that e-visa I know is a priority for our minister, our CEO, our board, our chairperson, and it's a priority for me because I understand what it's like now. More now, it's going to be more important now than ever because we cannot be on the back foot of having to do a COVID certificate and an e-visa. So it is a priority. It is coming. And while I stand in India and I work in India, I will give every single bit of my breath and every single effort that I have to make sure that e-visa is delivered. Thank you, Niliswa. Your passion shines through even virtually. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so uh, much. One final parting shot from you, Niliswa. Any message to the travel trade? Oh, when you give me that, I just want to tear up. To the Indian travel trade, I could never be more humbled, more grateful, more thankful for opening up your hearts and your businesses to South South Africa. You could be doing any other, you could be selling any other country. And I can only imagine what the last six months have done to your businesses, to your core and to your faith. But because India is a praying nation, 
because India is a faithful nation, this will pass. This will pass. And when it passes, we will be better. We'll be stronger. And we will tell our children in years to come that we were able to pull it through. Stay blessed. Stay favored. And may the almighty that we all pray to sustain your families and your businesses. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nalisva. And we really appreciate the time that you have given uh, to be a part of this podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. And stay safe. Stay blessed. So that was Miss Neliswa highlighting the plight of South African tourism during the COVID times. We hope this podcast was insightful for you. Thank you for joining in and we'll see you next time.